Electricast. Hello, hello, hello again, ladies and gentlemen. It's Claudia Monacelli here, your host for the podcast, Let's Talk Soul. Today I'm with a special guest, a guest who's talking to us from Oregon. His name is River Fair. River, say hello to our audience. Hello to everyone listening. Now, uh, I don't think he sounds timid, does he, ladies and gentlemen? No, we'll get him talking soon enough. Who is River? River's a multi-award winning author. Every time I read something like that, I get, I feel so small. Then I said, no, 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 it's just something people say. But we'll talk to him about his books. As well as a radical integrity and holistic wellness coach. He's also the host of the podcast, Radical Being with River Fair. It's a bi-weekly video podcast on self-awareness and personal transformation. He has a new book forthcoming in December, and you can learn more about his various offerings at his website, his primary website, which is River Like the River That Flows, River Fair Like the Fair, with an E at the end, riverfair.com. Um, he's only recently been on, uh, re- recently joined uh, social media. And you can find him on Instagram at, at River Fair with an E at the end. So I went all of those, I threw all of those hoops to look and see before I started talking to this man. Now, the first thing, like I said, when we were off the microphone, what's a nice boy like you doing in Oregon? I like to say it's all part of the cosmic joke. <laughs> Why? What's so funny about it? Currently, I, I have lived many places in the world, mm-hmm. and um, and much of that has yeah. been a just following soul or following the invitations of the universe, in a sense. And some years ago. Um, this is where the journey led for for various reasons, some family related and others. It is when you've lived in England and Paris and Spain and places, living in Oregon feels a little bit like living in exile, but it's, <laughs> I hear it's you. a curious, curious journey for now. It is, oh. <laughs> it is just for now. I guess the curious, the, the, the meaning of curious there is, with the, the eyes open-eyed as a child, the curious experience that you're having in Oregon. Am I right? Yes, and I, <laughs> I trust in the perfection. Yes. I trust in the mystery of the journey. So yeah. I often say with clients or on my podcast, it's all perfect, whether you like it or not. <laughs> so there's a much larger much larger story playing out in my view. Okay, so, yes. that's where we can go to next. The stories, the stories. Yes, the stories. And I, um, I have to admit that before we came on, I went to your podcast and I chose, I, I couldn't go through all of the episodes, so I chose one that was about storytelling. Can you give us, in a nutshell, what that was about? Storytelling, the stories we tell ourselves? Right. There's, I think, three threads in that particular podcast. The first is that 
naturally stories are a way that humans have connected for for a ages mm -hmm. and it's a way that we connect with our humanness and potentially our empathy and hearing someone's story yes i know what that's like or something similar has happened to me i i can relate to that and so there's a beautiful quality to storytelling i've always been a storyteller it's sort of curious i've written mostly non-fiction books because i'm really a storyteller and yet as a coach as a longtime soul coach and other things um, an intuitive and uh, other lots of interesting circuitry in my life but what i see very often in my own my own journey too is that often we get stuck in our stories mm, and the story interesting. what do you mean by stuck in our stories we get attached to our stories this this is the story i'm whatever i'm i'm italian i'm the child of alcoholics i'm I was great because I was the manager for this rock band and there's certain stories that we tell over and over and over and they become less and less authentic. We're only half, we're only half inhabiting them after a while. They're sort of just records on replay. So there's a beautiful element to storytelling, but very often looping to the coach bit, most people in their life, are stuck in various ways, stuck in patterns, mm. stuck in things. And, and often there's an element to that story that they keep telling that's keeping them stuck. Well, you are absolutely right. I mean, for especially those of us that podcast hosts who have guests on, I find that as a recurring theme. Um, people latch on to their story without a developmental um, side to it because they feel, all right, correct me if I'm reading this wrong, they feel that their story is what defines them in part, except there is a part when they're um, sort of an awakening and then they realize that they've learned something or have gleaned important information from their story, and now they're ready to tell about it. Okay, I, I, this is what I'm finding usually. Um, yeah. But but this storytelling theme um, brings me to your books. I took a long uh, a stroll down your your um, uh, the words are not coming to me <laughs> on your website on your website, yeah. and I was looking and. Um, looking at the signature there, there's something called ladies and gentlemen a signature course and i thought to myself mm, i don't have a signature course should i have a signature course just shouldn't have my name on it so that's the first thing i want to go look at and so then of course there are inf there, there's information there very interesting it's a half halfway between a blog I guess you have that blog format in the beginning and then it comes morphs into a course. Talk about that signature course of yours. Probably about, um, well, in 2014, yeah. my first book came out in the world, which is, I could loosely define that as a, a men's spirituality and soul book. Actually, I often say The Bones and Breath. 
A man's guide uh, to eros, the sacred masculine, and the wild soul. Okay. And I often joke that yeah. it's it's disguised as a men's book. It's really much more than that. <laughs> but shortly after that book came out in the world, I tumbled into a mysterious healing crisis, and everything shut down for me. It was electrical. It was m many things. When and that was this? How long after? 20, 2015. The book okay. had just come out. Soon after. So. Mm -hmm very soon after. Mm -hmm. And I was expecting that doors would open for the book and all these things would happen. And instead, everything shut down. And I went on what I would just call uh, not only a soul initiation, but a mysterious healing crisis. Uh -huh. Interesting. And I spent the next two years, essentially trying to find my way back to health. Mm -hmm. And many mysterious things happened on that journey oh but pray tell, that, would you mind sharing that with us <laughs> back to trusting the mystery uh -huh. um in the way that since you lead a podcast on soul the way i feel soul always works is through yeah. mysterious twists and serendipities and synchronicities and seemingly chance meetings that's the and key seemingly you said the key word <laughs> yes i did and so first i was led to a, an integrative doctor who who sent me to a, a qigong master who sent me to somebody who who could read many things in my field mm -hmm. and from that i found my way to an ayahuasca ceremony and so many things um some herbalist pieces happened. Now I'm it's laughing. I'm not. I don't. I'm not laughing at your journey, but it's amusing to to listen to those twists and turns, and it's 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 amazing. You know, it really is amazing that we're still here. <laughs> We've survived. <laughs> I frequently say it's a miracle any of it's us are miracle. still here and survive, <laughs> particularly if we think about what we did in our childhood and youth. <laughs> So this what, we'll do. what we will do right. in the future, who knows? <laughs> right, likely that's true also. Um, so I was on a two-year journey of sort of attempting to rebuild health because uh, everything had stopped, work, everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and out of that two-year journey, yeah. by the end of that, I realized um, I had regenerated my body and brain mm -hmm. largely through just diet. Uh -huh. um, and I was on a very different journey at that point. And so that was the initial um, birth of an eight week program. I the guidance that came to me was, you no longer need to be, you know, a soul coach or a healer or an energy worker, other people can do that. Uh -huh. It's time to do this, that only you can do, which has been your personal journey. And now you offer that to clients. What? So that was the birth of Beginning initially, helping people, what I used to say is fuse vibrant health and soul. Because okay, so my experience was uh -huh. you can be as soulful or spiritual as you want. Sure. But if everything shuts down, that doesn't do you much good. Right. And so soul and, and health are not as separate as we might like to believe. Then from the signature course, if you don't mind, I'm you know, um, 
there's an Italian expression, uh, fare le pulci, you know, going to look for uh, bugs in somebody's hair. But it's a funny expression in Italian. It's not derogatory. All right. So right next to this signature course that we spoke about is something called pearls and dust. And I thought, hmm, is he talking about pearls of wisdom? What's the dust about? So then I went to go look and then I just read and read and read and read. Now, tell us, is this a sort of a blog pages, a pages of blogs? Uh-huh. Yes. Years, years ago, when you're trying to get a book into the world these right. days, you need some type of a platform. How right. will people find you right. and whatnot? And of course. Whatnot. And so back with the first book, 2014, 20, for five years, I had a weekly blog called yes. The Soul Artist Journal. Uh -huh. And it was a, a very literary blog, but I put it out weekly. Um, and finally, I moved on from that and various evolutions. Pearls and Dust is my current mm -hmm. blog. I just put it out monthly. It's uh -huh. it's not about coaching. Mm -hmm. um, it's I'm a very non-attached person. So here's oh, the oh wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm going to call you out on that. <laughs> Pearls and Dust. Pearls and Dust. Wait so, a minute. So this this non-attached. What do you mean by I'm a non-attached person? Back to most people being stuck. Yes. The primary place people are stuck is with their attachments. Okay. Their attachments and expectations and judgments. Okay. Oh, I hope this happens. Or right. I want this sort of relevance. Yeah. These are all attachments in their own way. Like our memories, like mm -hmm. our, our biggest attachment, of course, is to our own life. Mm -hmm. And yet, ultimately, we all have to let that one go. We're also attached to our mind and our ego and our persona and things I'm that we might not. appreciating the fact that you haven't even used the word ego yet. Well, I just did. <laughs> <laughs> and in that, my, uh, there's two steps here, a step yeah. to the left. My personal conviction at this point of the journey is that the higher calling for humanity is to create goodness and beauty. Okay. Now, most people are not doing that, but that's the higher calling. I in think. that order? No. Okay. Beauty, goodness, to me, those are interchangeable. Okay. Yeah. And so pretty much everything I'm looking to do in the world is to create beauty and goodness in some way, some okay. modest way, whatever way I can manage to do that. Mm -hmm. As a writer, yeah. and something that's not as aligned to coach, I wear these different hats. I, right. I am a coach for 30 years. I've been a healer and that, right. but I'm also a writer. And so the blog is a way of offering, and I have a very descriptive literary style. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, there's an elegance to it, I think. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, yeah. I appreciate language. I, mm -hmm. and so the, um, and part of that, I think, comes from years living in England. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but the, but the we blog, won't say that too loud. We won't, say that. We won't give them any credit. No. Um, the, the blog is an offering of beauty and goodness and there are pearls mm -hmm. of wisdom, but it's also just dust. Okay. You know, it's just, it, it is, I'm not attached passing to it. Through, we're fasting, passing through. Now, ladies and gentlemen, next to that in his, um, on his website is something cool. And I dove in here 
free masterclass. Ooh, something free. <laughs> I opened it up. Radical integrity, embody your authentic radiant self, a free masterclass with River Fair. Now, can you, since it's something that our listeners can um, get their feet wet in, with yeah. in terms of what you do, do you mind giving us a little peek into what it's about? And it is, in a sense, it's a taster it's a taster of what that eight week signature course is about. Uh -huh. I, I used to identify for probably 14 years until about two years ago as a soul based coach. Okay. And in that, of course, I did a lot of work with people around soul purpose. Mm -hmm. and yes. Idea, what is soul, right? Soul purpose. Oh, and river. River. Identify that. River. You can't imagine. I'm on chapter two of my book, Stories from the Desk of a Soul Therapist. It's called The Soul's Purpose. Every time I hear that, I, <laughs> my stomach hurts. There are two, three parts. I keep writing and writing and writing all over. Now, when you mention and talk of soul purpose, this is a question. I, I go on to a YouTube channel. I have a lot of subscribers. And the first thing, if I do a question and answer session live, they say, ma'am, can you tell me what my soul purpose is? What my soul's purpose is? And I immediately lose my voice right there. And I think, well, you have to communicate. And so I start in a way, you know, when you don't know what to say, it's it's a good policy to start from far away, you know, <laughs> but as time goes by, you'll get there. Can you talk a little bit about that soul's purpose? Right. So that was my framework, not any longer. Oh. But when, when people coaching for what is soul purpose, and I think it's a worthy lens to look through. What is my purpose? That's a that's a beautiful guide for life. And I would say, arguably, maybe the first half of our life, if we're on that path is looking for the purpose. And then maybe the second half is, how do I deliver that? What's what how do I embody this sole purpose? But through my own journey of everything stopping and shutting down right. and being put on a very right. different journey. I shifted my, my perspective a little bit and I said, what if your sole purpose is simply to be the most radiant, luminous person you can be for no other purpose than being alive? And that is like, you can still have a sole purpose of I'm a coach, I'm a, I'm a guide, I'm a marketer, I'm a whatever, whatever. But what if it's as simple as, yeah. Being the most radiant, luminous person you can be for no other reason than being alive. So it that is a part of the, you asked about the free masterclass. And that yes. is a big element of Interesting. embodying radiant, luminous self, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, how do you become that radiant, luminous yeah. being? Part of that is discovering your core authenticity and your belief systems that are keeping you stuck and then moving towards radiant wellness through 
I would say largely functional medicine. So that's, that is a, a taster of it overall. There, there's a, mm -hmm. yeah. This word getting stuck uh, keeps coming up. Um, and I guess people come to a healer or a coach or someone, a guru, someone they trust to get unstuck. They can't do it on their own or like you in 2015 who have gone to all the different medicine men and women, um, nothing else worked. Okay. And then people start thinking about the soul. What interests me and what, you know, what just confuses me is why everyone, mostly say 90% of the people that I encounter, um, believe that souls, their soul's purpose is linked to a job or a function, something they have to do. And, um, and this is a conundrum, explaining your, or, or interacting, using a language to be able to communicate. But let me go down, let me go back to the website because I'm leafing through here. Then I get to the book. And this is where I want you. All right. So we know that arriving December 2023, there's a book called Where to the Number Two, Where Two Worlds Touch. And on the cover, there are two hands touching, uh, embracing, I want to say, but they're, they're holding hands. Um, I don't read the uh, sub or the, the, uh, the other title. The insider's memoir in I don't he, I don't see that on the cover here. Right, it's what a little it? hard to read on that picture. It's yeah. the subtitle is an outsider's memoir an in outsiders. English. Okay, an outsider's. So this is one, and then if I scroll down, the other books uh, that River has written are uh, written with another name, a pen name, L R heart song heart like heart and song like singing song song so i see here they're out with nautilus oh this is the nautilus book award here it's in the form of a memoir okay so the genre would be a memoir here too yeah personal essays okay right. then we get something really interesting for me it looks like to me a pencil on a page um, on the book cover of a life of uh, a life for the senses return to the soul artist journal and i guess that is a pencil um it is. And, and this is not a memoir these are stories what how would you what's uh, to that um for five years i had that literary weekly blog the soul yeah. artist ah, journal okay and okay. those posts covered, um, among other things in this life, I'm, I'm, I'm a Paris-trained chef. Uh, that yes. was another Ooh. side. Oh, my goodness. So this is something. Say that again. Artist. Please say that again, slow. <laughs> among other things, what? Among other things that I have done in this life, I am a Paris-trained chef. And for a while, I was a cook for the rich and famous. And I, I was taking a break from body work and trauma work and all of that. So I took a little mysterious detour and went to culinary school in France and became a Paris-trained chef. And, that is, and But much of my life has really been about nourishment. Mm. Nourishment with body work with, as a healer, mm -hmm. then with food. Mm -hmm. And the Soul Arts Journal explored 
weekly, different facets. Really, the posts were very diverse, but the underlying theme was always, how do we nourish the soul? Okay. So these weekly essays that might be mm -hmm. about wandering in nature, they might be about cooking in the kitchen, they might mm -hmm. be about opening our senses. Um, and it developed a really loyal following over five years. And there were multiple requests from people. It would be lovely if these could be gathered somewhere okay. other than just the archives. And so the very first one, if you scroll down a little further in the page, to kneel and kiss the yes. earth, that yes. was the first compilation. And then there was, there were, I wrote that for five years weekly. So there were more than 500 posts available. So there was a, a, a wealth to draw from there. And mm -hmm. so those three little books, I call them my, my tea and scones books. Yeah, They're easy scones. just to open and, and read a little selection. No big commitment. Something, something nourishing and lovely, maybe before bed or in the afternoon is a little pause. Um, so those that anthology is complete now, but there are three books in that, all of which are memoir type essays about yeah. really nourishing the soul. Mm. But then we come to the book that you already spoke about, the first book, 2014, The Bones and Breath, A Man's Guide to Eros, The Sacred Masculine and the Wild Soul. And um, well, the, the title is compelling. Uh, you won a 2019 Nautilus Book Award um, in the genre of personal growth and self-help. This is a but you know, out of you know, I'll just mention it as an outsider looking, you know, for the first time on your website. I, you know, if you had to start anywhere, I would start at the beginning. Would you suggest us <laughs> to do that, or or no? Well, there are different sorts of books. Yes, that first book, The Bones and Breath, which I wrote while living in England. Yes, and really was sparked by a mystical revelation crossing a field one evening. My, my life has been very well punctuated with paranormal and mystical events. I, mm -hmm. I, am, I find these very clunky terms. I, I try to sidestep them, but clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient. Mm -hmm. Mostly I, I prefer just to use the word sensitive. I'm a sensitive mm -hmm. or an intuitive. Right. Because I will say that, in my view, those, quote, gifts mm -hmm. are just circuitry. Some of us are born with that circuitry turned on, and some of us are not, most are not, but I, I think it's circuitry you can learn to turn on. So um, mystical paranormal events have been a staple in my life, and living in England, a mystical revelation one evening, basically the, the cosmos revealing itself as mm -hmm. the ultimate symphony of consciousness sparked that book. Mm -hmm. So it's a very... Um, literary book. It's written in sort of an, an elegant way, lots of being in nature and deep reflections on, mm -hmm. on soul and embodiment, mm -hmm. embodying soul. So that's a, in terms of a place to start. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. The others are, the others are, are sweet. And as I said, the tea and scones books, yeah. no big commitment. Um, but if you're looking for like personal transformation, and that book, that book won an so, award for personal transformation and self-growth. So, and it's not just for yeah. men, as I said, cleverly disguised as a men's book. But it's right. many of its biggest advocates and proponents and fans have been women, and they say this book is not just for men. And I say, mm -hmm. you're right. Okay. Did you hear that, ladies? <laughs> so here I am, and I 
coming full circle and I really feel compelled to ask you again, what's a nice boy like you doing in Oregon? I'm following the golden trail of breadcrumbs, the <laughs> mysterious path that the universe lays out. You know, I, And for those of us, I've been in a committed partnership now for 30 years. Mm -hmm. So it's, there are multiple factors that play out in life and mm -hmm. family and other things. So there are many pieces on the board. Sure. Um, I did come here initially to be closer to some family, yeah. um, particularly someone who was going through an end-of-life passage. Mm. And although I've been ready to leave here for several years, partner and other family and other factors mm -hmm. on the board, it's, like, it's not yet time. Yeah. Soon it will be yeah. time. But, um, and I would deeply, deeply, in my heart of hearts, move back to Europe in a second. Right. It's no, sort right. of those family, family ties. It's yeah. not yet time. Yeah. But one day it will be time. I was really hoping, River, that you would have mentioned the good wine in Oregon. <laughs> That's one reason. It is a land of good Pinot Noir, for sure, and some other up-and-coming varietals, yes. Spoken like a true Italian there, Claudia. Yes, yes. <laughs> I've, uh, I've looked around. I go to the States all the yeah, so, yeah. Thank you so much for coming to the show. So it's such a big, robust Italian wine like your Montepulciano and Monte other things, but... What's the name of it? Do you have any suggestions? No. There's that's a very personal. Wine is so individual. You I like know. what you like. I know. You know. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time and um, talking to us. And I know we've only scratched the surface here, but it would be interesting for me to have you back on once your book came out, probably 2024, when it's underway, you get a little feedback, um, you know how it's been received, and we can continue, oh, wait, wait, show it. Oh, yeah, well, Pete, this is where two worlds touch and the two hands holding uh, each other, they're walking hand in hand. And, um, well, that's all I can say. Thanks again, and uh, we'll talk in the future once more. Yes. Thank you for having me on the show. It's it was a pleasure. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow Let's Talk Soul podcast on Instagram. Let's Talk Soul podcast is a production of Electrocast Media. Our executive producers are Mark Netter and Peter Rafelson. If you like our show and like what you hear, please subscribe and give us a rating wherever you enjoy podcasts. And remember, stay curious, stay inspired, and never stop exploring the depths of your soul. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music.